What's up, peeps? We're back for Movies and More Edition, Episode 4. Movies and More, Episode 4. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and welcome to the AEW Insider. If you watch the YouTube video, this is the same thing. I just do it as a courtesy because I know some people listen to podcasts that don't watch video and vice versa. So let's get to this. This weekend's box office had two surprises to me. The first surprise is that Angel Has Fallen took the number one spot. If you're staying whoa like I was, I'll say it again, whoa. I never thought this would debut at number one. I thought it would be at least number three, if not less, if it did not make it there at all. It's just crazy. I can't believe it took out Good Boys. And for number two, it is Good Boys. Good Boys, I gave the review last week. If you didn't listen to it, check it out on the podcast or YouTube. Number three is a faith-based film. It's the third largest opening for a face, uh, excuse me, faith movie by these guys called the Kenneth Brothers. Number three was called Overcomer. Number four is The Lion King, holding strong. I'm pretty sure that movie's headed to or it did make a billion dollars. And number five, still holding in the top five, is Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Now, the other surprise to me was number six. Number six was Ready or Not. I don't know how the fuck that happened. It's a great twist on horror. Uh, Nobody went to see it. It's fucked up. That's why I've been waiting to watch it, and it hasn't even friggin' been on yet, because nobody went to see it over the fucking weekend, which is bullshit. But I've been waiting to see this movie for like eight months. It looks amazing, but it ended up number six opening week, so that's not good. Definitely won't have a sequel, unless it does amazing overseas or on video, which I don't see happening. What did they view in its first week at number six in America? Okay, opening this weekend, it's not really much. There's only two movies that I was interested in. There's about 20, but they're all crap. Uh, There's one by Blumhouse Pictures. It's called Don't Let Go. It looks pretty good. It's a mostly black-casted horror film. I'm black and white myself, so I don't mean anything by that, but you don't see that much. So the cast looks pretty much all black. It's about a cop who raises his niece. One day before he gets home, he's talking to her on his cell phone, and by the time, like, somebody busts in the house or whatever, by the time he gets home, she's murdered and his life is shattered I don't know how long after a murder it happens but his cell phone rings and it's actually her but she's in another timeline I'd say dimension where she's at it's actually two weeks before the murder so they team up together and they try to prevent and solve who did this and stop it from happening again it looks pretty good Uh, also we do have the movie called The Fanatic if you ever heard about this one you've been living under a rock it's actually directed by Fred Durst. Yeah, you heard me correctly. The lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Sorry, I had to take a drink my throat before I cough on you guys. But it's called The Fanatic. It's directed by Fred Durst, the Limp Bizkit, and it actually stars John Travolta. Now, I don't even know if this is getting a wide release, limited or straight to video, but just because of what it is and how it looks, I gotta fucking see it. It looks absolutely ridiculous. John Travolta's haircut and costume looks fucking nut. He does look like a nutty fan. It's about a fan who's in love with a movie star. And the ironic thing is, is that the guy who plays the guy that John Travolta is stalking is actually... Uh, 
Devin Sawa, I believe his name is, or whatever his name is. He was in Final Destination 1, and he actually played the stalker in Eminem's video, Stan. So now, years later, he's actually the one getting stalked by John Travolta. They saw John Travolta showing up at restaurants, in the guy's house with him, while the guy's sleeping on the couch watching TV with him, tying him up to the bed like the movie Misery. It looks fucking awesome. So definitely check out Fanatic. It's going to be good, if not at least for the laughs. Now, let's get to some trailers that dropped this week, and there were a lot. Uh, first off, it, it kicked off on um, Saturday night. I had no idea it was being made, but my pray- prayers have been answered. It is not exactly what I was looking for, but it will do. There is a fucking Breaking Bad movie coming directly to Netflix. That's right, Breaking Bad, the TV show, the movie's finally here. It does star Aaron Paul, and it's about Jesse. No Walter White yet. I think they mentioned him a little bit in the coming attraction, I'm not sure. But I'm hoping that they do this. They don't have really Walter White in the movie besides talking about him. And at the end of the movie, he makes an appearance so him and Jesse could be in part two. It's called El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. And uh, the teaser trailer just shows like a junkie type and getting interrogated in a police interrogation room. And he's talking about somebody. And he finally says, after what they did to that guy, they made him cook all those drugs. They made his life hell. I'm never saying anything about Jesse Pinkman. And that's how it ends. So it's a uh, Breaking Bad movie about jesse and i can't fucking wait because it's been too long and it's only going to lead to way more there's another movie coming out called jexi j-e-x-i it stars adam devine from workaholics and michael penna it looks like every scene that penna is going to be in he's going to steal it and that's pretty hard to do when you're on the screen with adam devine Anyway, this movie reminds me of an 80 movie called Electric Dreams. Electric Dreams was about a guy who had a computer, a PC, and it had artificial intelligence. It fell in love with him, got jealous, fucked his life up, fucked his money up, all kinds of crazy shit. His girlfriends he brought over, tried cockblocking him, what have you. It's nuts. Uh, well, this is the same exact thing, but it's done in this day and age. Adam Devine has a cell phone, and it has, like, Siri from the Apple phone, but the bitch is fucked crazy. She falls in love with him. She wants to take over his life, fucks with his ATM, what have you. It looks awesome. So definitely check out the trailer for Jexy. And remember, all these trailers and all the stories I cover are on the AEW Insider 1 on Twitter and on our Facebook and uh, the AEW group, but mostly on Twitter. Uh, the next movie coming out is called Greener Grass. Now, I like weird and out of the ordinary shit. If it's done right or it's cool, I'm fucking in. But this movie, I don't know what to think. It's like Wes Anderson ate a whole sheet of blood asset, grabbed the whole fucking film production staff, stars, crew, and shot a movie. That's the way it looks. The colors, the characters, the stories, it's fucking bonkers. It's gotta be like in the 50s or 60s. It looks like Pleasantville. And uh, what you call it, a bunch of happy on life weirdos living in a community. One woman offers another ba- her baby, like literally, the woman takes her baby and tries to pass it off on her own. And I don't mean like they did it on the sneak. They actually gave it to her right in the middle of like a kid's uh, uh sports game on a a set of bleachers in front of everybody at the beginning of the trailer it shows the family's son falls in water and he he turns into a dog he's at the dinner table they're treating him normal in school it looks fucking nuts uh it's like stepford wives and wes anderson uh crybaby pleasantville and acid it's just fucked up but check out the trailer for greener grass Another trailer dropped, it's called Bombshell. It stars Charlize Theron, once again wearing some Oscar-looking makeup. It does not even look like her. It also has Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman. 
It's based on a true story of Roger Ailes and his sexual harassment scandal. Uh, it has They're playing Megan Kelly, Kelly, Gretchen Carson, what have you. Uh, Margot Robbie plays a fictional news predict, uh, producer. The trailer doesn't show much, but it's very, very tense. And you got to see Charlie's there around as Megan Kelly. She looks just like her. It's crazy. There's a horror movie coming out. It's produced by Gamoro Del Toro. It looks pretty fucked up. It's called Antlers. Uh, with him behind the helm, it's got to be fucked up. But it starts out with like a boy in school class telling this story. And it's about the three little bears, the mama bear, bopper bear, baby bear. And uh, as he's telling the story, it's actually flashing back to real life events. And he's actually telling a story about how he is at home. His parents like went out in the woods and something fucking happened to him. They live like in a cabin in the woods and they turn them monsters and shit like that so all this crazy stuff happens and by the end of the story him and his teacher both look terrified so it definitely looks fucked up you got to check out antlers also coming is a movie called the torture report uh stafford daniel j jones he's on the senate intelligence committee and he investigates accusations of torture by the cia following the september 11th attacks uh the film weaves together more than a decade's worth of real life political intrigue and what a fucking star-studded cast it's got star wars and girl star adam driver dexter's michael c hall john ham and a lot more it's an amazon excuse me amazon exclusive and it looks for and pretty wicked all right real quick we're going to take a break we got some more movie trailers i got some video game news we got streaming services by disney plus what have you and plus like a new story or two so thank you so much for joining us and please tune back in for the aew insiders movies and more episode four all right pete's welcome back to episode four of movies and more this is the aew insider let's get back to some trailers there was a great trailer drop it's called marriage story again it has adam driver from star wars girls all that what have you and this time he's teamed up with scarlett johansson it looks so good they're a married couple and i mean they're in love so much in love so there's two trailers for it one trailer goes from uh his point of view and he just gushes over his wife how beautiful she is what a great mother she is and they're showing all these scenes and the second trailer shows the same thing but it's from her point of view about how he loves being a dad and how great he is blah 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 at the end of both their trailers are sitting across from each other in divorce court and then they get in a room in each other and they don't even know how the fucking handle it so i'm telling you it's not just going to be a chick flick it looks like a regular flick to me it reminds me of this is us but a movie and i don't even watch this is us i just know the vibe but it looks fucking excellent so definitely check out the trailer for marriage story it premieres on netflix this fall uh also we have a trailer for motherless brooklyn now i read this novel a few few years ago yes i actually do read uh when i was a kid my mom used to catch me under the covers reading with a flashlight after bedtime i love anything Stuart woods aka stone barrington john grisham stephen king dean coots i could go on and on Anyway, I love this book, Motherless Brooklyn, and I'm so glad a Hollywood higher-up did also and turned it into a film. This one also has a star-studded cast. Ed Norton, Bruce Willis, Alec Baldwin, just to name a few. It's about a private eye back in, like, who knows, the 40s or 50s, and Ed Norton plays him, and he's got a serious case of Tourette's. I mean, he screams out, like, fuck you, I want some pussy, all that shit, like, all the time. He can't stop it, and that's what makes him lovable. Uh, but what you call it, he works for Bruce Willis, the private eyes for some reason i forget what it is bruce willis and this isn't a trailer he gets bumped off and it's kind of the guy's fault that norton he could have stopped it so the movie is about finding out
about why he was bumped off, who did it, who was involved with it, and trying to get some justice. So if the book film is anywhere as near as uh, the book is, and it definitely looks like it is, this one's going to be a winner. It does come out this fall. Uh, and finally, for trailers, we do have Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. The official f trailer just dropped this morning, and it looks awesome. The movie comes out in December. The trailer is over two minutes long, and the beginning of it, most of it, is flashbacks of every single Star Wars movie. I mean, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, uh, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, The Force Awakens. It shows everything leading up to this one. Princess Leia's in it. Thank God. God bless your soul, Carrie Fisher. Uh, and and uh, what you call it? The best part to me was at the end of it. You heard the Emperor. You heard Darth Vader's breathing. Yes, Vader is back, and I can't fucking lie. I mean, I can't friggin' wait. And also, too, the best part to me is that they hint that Rey will turn to the dark side. She's actually wielding Darth Maul's fucking lightsaber. You know, the double-edged one. It can fold up, unfold. She's wearing that a black cl cloak. She looks all gotten evil. It looks fucking awesome. You know she's not going to turn for real, but just seeing her with Darth Maul's lightsaber is just fucking so badass. And they also show her, and uh, what you call it, Adam Driver again for the third time on this list from Marriage Story. The Torture Report, and now Star Wars. He plays Kylo Ren, the new Darth Vader. And uh, what you call it? They showed him fighting like on top of a boat or with this water, and it looks fucking awesome. So I got to talk my daughter into going to see this with me because she's going to be bitching and moaning. She thought the last one, The Last Jedi, was way too long, and she might have been right. Uh, she hated it for that. So it's going to be like pulling teeth together to go with me. But definitely check out the trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Excuse me. Now on to some streaming news, like streaming services. Disney has a, had their huge expo the last couple of days. It's D23, and it showed off a bunch of new shit they have coming out for their streaming service. Excuse me. Uh, it has surprise shows, already filmed movies we had no idea about, that are ready to all premiered where the app does on November 12th. Uh, you can get just Disney Plus for 7 bucks a month, or they had three different tiers. You can get Disney Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu, or Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. You can get one of them, two of them, or all three of them. They're 7 bucks a piece, a piece which is really cheap. Uh, the show I'm excited about the most is called The Mandalorian. It has Boba Fett from Star Wars, and he's on his own solo, uh, what you call it, vehicle this time. He's actually in his own show. It's not a movie, but it looks like a kick-ass television show. So I can't wait to see that. It shows him doing a bounty hunter thing. He's in the Star Wars universe, what have you. And it just looks fucking very well done like it's going to kick ass. Well, I thought it was a big surprise. When they were announcing their Star Wars show, she called out Ewan McGregor, and he announced that he will be returning as Obi-Wan Kenobi in his own Star Wars series that's on Disney+. Plus. It'll take place by, like, Revenge of the Sith and, uh, Sith and uh, Rogue One, what have you. They offer Marvel. They also have She-Hulk coming out. Miss Marvel and Moon Knight, the TV show. The my one I want to see the most, and I talked about it before, is called Wanda Vision, about the Scarlet Witch and Vision. The promo pic looks fucked up too, like that show, movie Greener Grass I talked about. It looks like all Pleasantville. They're dressed in those clothes. It's like in the 60s, 70s, and really the 50s, 60s, and they're all like happy, blah blah blah. It just looks too perfect. But if you look at the shadows on the wall.
wall, you see Vision and her shadow, but her shadow actually has her headdress on from when she's wanded a witch. So you know it's like all fucked up, she's gonna crack, it's like a false reality or some shit, maybe like to bring Vision back, but her show is supposed to lead into Doctor Strange 2, which she could be the villain of, if not she's definitely gonna be in it, and Doctor Strange 2 is supposed to be really fucking wacky and like a horror movie, so WandaVision's gonna be the same, so definitely check that out. Uh, Christmas movie that Disney Plus has for the kids coming out is called Noel. Uh, it's about Santa Claus's kids. I guess Santa Claus is dead, so his son took over a couple years ago, which is like eons ago, and his son can't take it. So the daughter tells the son to take a vacation for a couple days, and once he's gone, he's not trying to fucking come back. So there's not going to be any Christmas. It actually stars uh, Anna Kendricks, I believe, and Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live. He plays the son. So she's got to go find him before Christmas and bring him back. So the kids will like that. That's called Noel. Uh, also, my daughter is very excited about Lizzie McGuire making a comeback. And Lady and the Tramp, they showed the live-action movie. And they also got the rights to do the Muppet movies and Muppet shorts. So that's pretty cool for you fans. Uh, also, the trailer dropped for Titans Caesar 2. Titans is Teen Titans, but a real-life TV show on the DC Universe app. It's fucking really, really cool. Uh, DC can't get it right. Their cartoon movies are their shit, but their movies blow. Aquaman was aight, and I love Suicide Squad, but the rest suck dick for Skittles. Anyway, I watched the first three episodes of Titans a little bit ago, like a while back, and I loved it. I don't know why I didn't finish it. Uh, it's not some kitty shit. There's blood, cursing, ass-kicking, deaths, and uh, it's awesome. I don't know why they canceled the Swan thing so that's probably maybe why i stopped watching <laughs> for titans because i was pissed at dc universe but um i'm on episode eight i'm pretty sure there's only 10 so i'll have the review next week and then i'll be right in time for season two season two shows off a lot more superheroes they show superboy getting his dog crypto and more uh looks like robin actually goes to wayne manor and we get to see bruce wayne in this season it's fucking cool uh also the new season's villain looks like none other than deathstroke so uh, it's awesome man you got to see the costume the peeps they all look badass so definitely look out for titan season 2 dropping september 6th on a dc streaming app and i will have a review review on the first season next week all right let's get to some video games real quick there is a game that has been out for quite some time. It's still going strong, and they still plan to have years planned ahead. It's called Dead by Daylight. It's a PvP horror game, like Friday the 13th. Five people play at one time. Four people are survivors, and one people is the killer. You're trapped in, like, some kind of friggin' nightmare world. Like, there's some big, like, Satan god who lives in the sky, and you just wake up for different reasons, and you're there, and you gotta get out. So four people play the survivors. Each of them have their own skills and perks and one person is a killer which also has their own skills and perks so you gotta help to work together heal each other fix gener generators and open up exits and get out exits and get out before the killer kills you these guys have been ridiculous with the dlc the downloadable content in the past already you could actually buy and be michael myers freddy krueger jigsaw Ghostface and more. You actually, usually when you buy it, you get the killer, you get a survivor that relates to the movie. Like for Freddy Krueger, it'll be that kid from part of uh, the remake who can't sleep, Quentin and shit. Uh, what you call it? They also have Ash from the Evil Dead. But uh, what you call it? Um, when you do buy DLC, you usually get one stage that relates to the care killer. You get the killer and you get a survivor. Well, they have DLC dropping very soon and it's actually Stranger Things. Now, I'm not a fan of Stranger Things, but I 
no fucking people are, and it's coming to dead by daylight. I believe there's two stages. I see one school stage, and it might have one underground stage, or it'll be mixed together. Uh, it has two survivors, which are Nancy and Steve, and the, if you're the killer, you get to be the Demo Gorgogan. The Demo Gorgon, whatever the fuck he is. I don't know. Gorgon, I don't watch the show. But anyway, the trailer is on our Twitter. Definitely check it out. It looks fucking awesome, especially if you're a Stranger uh, Things fan. All right, peace. We're down to another 10 minute and shit like that. I definitely got some news to get to uh, about the new Friday the 13th script that is finished and ready to go. And we'll wrap this show up. So thank you for joining us on the AEW Insider. And we'll be right back. All right, peeps, let's finish this show up and we'll call it a night. All right, and it's some news, and this is general news, pop culture, movies, TV, video games, what have you, just news in general. We got a, finally got a release date for Black Panther 2, and it's coming out in May of 2022. Like, what the fuck? Rumor is that Submariner will make his appearance in the Marvel Universe. That'll be a great thing of it. But 2022? Like, what in the fuck, Marvel? I'm a huge fan of the movie. I never liked the comic book. I had my skepticisms about the movie, but I loved it. Tons of people, especially the black culture, it means a lot to them. They go around doing that chess sign, uh, what you call it, Wakanda, blah, blah, blah. It's insane with such a hot property. With the following that it has is that Marvel is pushing it back to 2022. But it will be out and some mariner is supposed to be in it all right if unless you've been living under a rock there is a fucking chicken sandwich war going on right now popeyes debuted their chicken sandwich but it's not a debut they've always had a chicken sandwich so they're advertising on twitter and everywhere that they got a chicken sandwich chick-fil-a feels some type of way like yo bitch we got a chicken sandwich too starts making knocks on them on twitter if you've seen how they are and how they talk and i'm pretty sure i have the pictures on the youtube video it sounds like some 16 year old from fucking the bronx is sitting there writing it so they're talking all smack to each other not to be let out because they always want to be in the mix wendy's jumps in talking about they got a fucking better chicken sandwich than wonder burger than this place called like bigsby's or some shit so everybody's jumping into this chicken war for a sandwich that has actually been out for quite a, t- a while. Um, my daughter's all into it because she's 15. It's all over. She wants to go. If you go in our town and all over, you just got to check on social media. There's signs on Popeye's like, hey, we don't have chicken. If they do, there's lines that are drive through all the way around the fucking block. It's insane. My daughter said herself on her own, she called last night and they don't have it until Wednesday. So it's nuts. But if you don't know about the chicken war, check it the fuck out. Rob Zombie dropped a new poster. It's for Three from Hell. It's very, very cool. If you're a fan, you haven't seen it yet, go on our Twitter, AEW Insider One, and give it a gander. Uh, Kit Harrington, aka Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, has signed on to a Marvel movie. The movie is The Eternals. He will be playing Dane Whitman, aka The Black Knight. Now, I remember the Black Knight used to be in like one matchup, uh, excuse me, mix up or mashup of the Avengers team because everybody's been in the Avengers one time. And I was reading it at that time. And the Black Knight's pretty cool. So I'm not a Game of Thrones fan, but I know a lot of people are. So Jon Snow will be in the Marvel Universe. All right. Now, we're horror fans like you know. Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Liz, which is my favorite out of them all, their writer Tom McLaughlin did a sit-down with the YouTube show Slash and Cast, and 
he announced that he has finished his Friday the 13th script. It's called Jason Never Dies. It's not a fan film. He's saying it's going to get released. It's going to get made. So I hope so. Uh, there's been a few leaked details that it takes place in the snow. And I'm like, fuck yes. I'm not going to act like I came up with the idea myself. But I did see that online when we were in some Friday the 13th group because I'm such a fan. Talking about what they could be doing different. And somebody said the snow. And it's been sticking me ever since. I repeated it. And he obviously heard it too because he didn't come up with it. But Jason will be in the snow it'll be at crystal lake but it will be an all-female cast so no guys chicks from the age 15 to 65 are going to make the cast up well the victims are the cast so it's going to be dope it actually takes place 13 years after jason lives so it will take place in 1999 uh, he he when he did film part six he wrote the ending if you have the DVD you could see it in the screens it actually has the drawings of it uh, and it wasn't actually shot and he actually wrote about Jason's abusive father Elias at the end Elias comes and pays the uh, cemetery groundskeeper money for taking care of Jason's and his wife's grave but it was cut out of the movie so you know it's he's good Elias is going to make his appearance how abusive he is how he was to Jason to the mother what happened to him what have you so that's going to be in Jason every dies and i hope it gets made because like i said six is my favorite and i'm dying to see jason's dad what have you uh he also talked about friday the 13th lawsuit with the video games and how the movie's being able to come out when the game can't get dlc and nika can't make any more fig uh, figures but i'm super fucking stoked about this so check it out on our social media John Carpenter was at the Keystone Comic Con in Philadelphia this weekend. He was asked about the two Halloween sequels, what have you, and about it all ending. He said, don't count on Halloween ending anytime soon. He said, as long as there's money in it, I would not count on it ending. He also said you should not count on the next uh, one, the next two being the ending of Halloween. He, and he also hinted at revisiting his classic, one of my favorites, They Live. They Live stars Roddy Roddy Piper. If you never see it, he's just an everyday man. He gets his pair of glasses. I don't know from where. I forget. But when he puts his glasses on, he can see reality for what it is. What it is is that we've been invaded by aliens a long time ago. They're our president. They're the people we watch on TV. They're our actors. They're your neighbors. They could be your girlfriend. And you can only see them with these glasses. So he's trying to expose them and save the world. And it looks, I mean, fucking, it's fucking awesome. Uh, John Carpenter said he wants to turn it into a TV series or a miniseries that will kick fucking ass. Uh, and finally, Bill and Ted 3 has done filming. It wrapped production last Saturday. That means it's finished, it's ready to get edited and be put out. It's called, uh, what is it called? I'm sorry, Bill and, uh, I can't even believe I didn't write it. Yeah, sorry, it's called Bill and Ted Face the Music. And this one, they're way older. They still never wrote the song that saves the world, hence the Face the Music. They have daughters and all that. So it's done wrapped it's in the can our dreams have came true rejoice bill and ted fans it will be out sometime next year it's gotta be uh, and as you know, we love to share shit here, as you can see, and on our social media. Uh, it's, if it's something scary, good horror, freaky, crazy, crazy, a viral event, something like that, I'm sharing it. I also share a lot of those top fives or 15 scary videos, things caught on camera, clown sighting, ghosts, what have you. So if you like shit like that, definitely check it out on our Twitter. We always got good content to keep you busy. Uh, always we have the latest pop culture news, movies, music, gaming, celebs, good 
gossip, what have you, and a lot of wrestling. This is the AEW Insider. So I want to take time to thank you guys so much. Uh, to all our new subscribers here on the podcast, and especially on YouTube, that John Moxley video I got up there, his last match he had before he got injured, uh, from the day I put it up, it went to 300 and something. Say yesterday was at 356. Today it's at almost 600 views. So thank you guys so fucking much. But remember always, I'll be back in a couple days, Wednesday, uh, excuse me, Thursday, oh yeah, Wednesday or Thursday with a new podcast for wrestling. And then this weekend I'll have a new uh, YouTube video for wrestling. And then next Monday I'll have a new YouTube video and podcast for movies and more. So if you need anything, hit us up on our social media. It's the AEW Insider on Facebook and uh, YouTube. And it's the AEW Insider one on Twitter. As always, peeps, I'm your host, Lee Benz. Thank you so much for joining us for Movies More and uh, excuse me, Movies and More Episode 4 on the AEW. I can't even talk now. Ugh, and I can't erase this. All right. Thank you, peeps, so much for joining us for Movies and More Episode 4 on the AEW Insider. And I'll see you guys in a couple of days. Ciao.